you ever feel that during your journey through life that you're ill-prepared for the challenges that you face? Do you feel that you just don't have the necessary provisions for your journey? Do you feel that your journey through life is like traveling a desert road and the destination just doesn't seem to be getting any closer? Welcome to Traveling Desert Roads Podcast. I'm Joe Todd, and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures, we're going to walk through life and possibly some of our own desert roads while allowing the Scriptures to teach, equip, comfort, and prepare us for life's journey. The Bible was God-inspired for knowing what to do in life's most difficult situations. Together, we travel our desert roads while digging into the Holy Scriptures to equip ourselves for those journeys. Come, let the Holy Spirit be our guide and give us the provisions that we need so we are never alone, even when we feel like we are traveling desert roads. Let's begin our journey, shall we? Good afternoon. Welcome to another Traveling Desert Roads. I'm Joe Todd, and we are still in Romans. Uh, this week we are in Romans um, chapter 15. And let's uh, open my Bible here chapter 15, and let's turn it over to prayer, to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, almighty God, Lord, thank you for airing our lungs, and thank you that your son died on the cross for our sins, Lord. I pray that you open our ears to hear your voice, the sermon to know that it's yours, open our eyes to see your plan, loosen our tongue to speak about you, soften our hearts so we have compassion on others. Lord, I pray that this message is of you and not of me. Jesus' name. Okay, in chapter 15 we begin. Um, <clears throat> we then, who are strong, ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not please ourselves. We're going to find ourselves in, in a very, in you know, as Christians, there are things, and, and this is something that really gets on my goat, and I don't know if it does with you, um, but do, do you ever notice, like, um, you know, as you get over something, your ability to be temp have good temper about it, be passive, I don't know what the word would be, but you get very irked about people who are going through the same thing. Like, for instance, you know, um, somebody that with a drinking problem uh, might not have as much compassion on somebody you know after they after they got away from the drinking problem they had very little um i don't know what's the word i can't think of the word but you, you just have trouble um showing compassion for that person you know you just tell them hey why don't you just stop you know um it's not like that at first um, from what I've been told, is that typically, you know, right after the conversion, you're very prone to have compassion. And then the farther away, the farther time you get away from that, the situation that you used to be in after the conversion, then you have less compassion for those people and, and less ability to, to motivate those people. Well, even... Um, that's something that we have to make sure that we are in the compassion phase, that we are living 
and we are demonstrating love to all people. I mean, if they're doing something that is wrong, yes, you can rebuke with the Bible. I mean, the Bible is the Bible is the purpose of the Word of God is to teach, equip, rebuke, um, and exhort um, people. Well, but we need to make sure we also do it in love. So, um, you know, if you've got somebody who's doing something wrong, you can't just like, you know walk away from them. We need to we need to bear their burdens. We need to help them out, help them get through it. You know, and and it's very hard to tell somebody what to do. And well that's the easy part, but for them for them to listen to you and do it. I mean, if you're just like don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. You know, um you get into a totally different like, you know, that it's not there. You know, and, you know, I mean, I see this, my, my wife pointed this out with my daughter, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it sways, you know, like, you know, who the disciplinarian is. And, you know, most of the time it's me. Um, that's a role I've played in every organization I've ever been, been a part of. Um, and, and the thing is, is if you're not doing it, you know, if you're always no, 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 then you're just the rule person. You know, you've got to follow that up with compassion. That's and that's one thing that, you know, my wife my wife made a comment. She's like, you know what, I I've been thinking about this for a while, and I think that you know you need to make sure that you're saying to her every night, I love you, no matter what took place that day. So she she knows at the end of the day, love is still there. If she's being a brat, if she's being an angel, if she's being whatever, um, if she's helpful, if she's being destructive, you know, no matter what happens, at the end of the day, she knows that even though she was corrected by me, that she loves me. You know, and that, in fact, you know, I realized that last night I didn't say that I loved her. I told her good night. I forgot to tell her I loved her. Um, so... Do you do you see? And it's and 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 it's a t it's a tough to get into that role. I mean, it's tough to you know when you see somebody doing something destructive to 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 combat it in in a loving a loving manner. Because out of out of the I want you to stop now. We don't demonstrate love so much, even though it is a loving way. I want you to be a better person, therefore I don't want you to fill in the blank. Um, let each of us please his neighbor for his good. Um, scruples of the weak and not please ourselves. Let Verse 2, let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. Um, you know, we need to live for our neighbor. Again, this is so, I mean, don't you find this just amazingly difficult? Well, we can only do it when we're doing it in the power of Christ. Christ demonstrated what he wants us to do, how he wants us to do it. How do we know? How do we know what Christ wants us to do? It's in the word of God. We need to be in the word. We need to be studying it. We need to be doing podcasts. We need to be whatever it is. Not you have to be doing podcasts, but we need to be, you know, having Bible studies. We need to be reading it. We need to be doing, you know, daily devotionals. We need to be spending time with God and just talking to him and letting him speak back to us. Um, these are all things that are very important for the kingdom. 
And we, you know, the last several weeks we've been talking about this. I mean, because you know how how important love is, but to really take charge or cha take a change on somebody, you know, we need to be living for Christ. You know, because the people won't deserve what God wants us to give to them. But you know what? Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins and my sins. Um, we didn't deserve that. So, you know, God asks us to live like Jesus. And so the per person that is irritating us or getting on our nerves or doing something that is destructive, we need to be there for them. Even if it's, you know, the 15th time that they've called you and said, I need help. And you know, you know, well, is this, is this it? Or are they going to go right back to the way it was? They need your love. They need your support. Um, I had a, I had a um, person tell me once that uh, they said that uh, I would rather be judged in heaven by being too merciful than the opposite. I'd rather err on love than any other error. And that's a good that's a good philosophy to have. For even Christ did not please himself, but is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. Look at Jesus' life. He was constantly healing people, teaching people, having dinner with people. Probably he, he probably you know really cherished that time that um, that time that he got to spend talking to Christ, talking to his father, God. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience that was the word I was looking for patience um, and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. We've got to be patient. We've got, to, you know, every and everything that pointed out that. Well, what are all the things that were written before? It's the scriptures. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded towards one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ by working together, By being a true church of God. And I don't mean the building. I mean believers in Christ Jesus. That we are one. That we're not squabbling over different things. That we have one voice. And that voice is love praising our God. Fulfilling what God wants us to do in God's timing. I mean, how many times have you known something that God wanted you to do, but you kept looking for reasons not to do it? You know, I've done that a lot. As I turn 38 tomorrow, I still find, you know, things that I'm like, why did I procrastinate? Glorify God together. Therefore, receive one another, just as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. 
Now I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this reason I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to, sing to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, and again praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples. And again, Isaiah says, There should be a root of Jesse, and he who shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in himself, in him the Gentiles shall have hope. Shall hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's verse 13, where we're going to stop today. We want to glorify God in everything that we do whether it's eating, drinking, working your job, raising kids, preaching, teaching, whatever it is. We want to glorify God through our actions, through our speech, through our thoughts, so that one day we may hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Do what the Lord Christ has done. We all have a job to do. Jeremiah 29 says, beginning at 11, I know the plans that I have for you, declared the Lord, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. We have a job to do. And the job doesn't just include, you know, the pieces that you're called to do. It's, it incorporates everything. How you speak to your airline when they tell you that you're, you're on United who bought Continental and, you know, their baggage claims are different. So it's going to be free for your luggage to go down or one bag going down, but you have to have two bags coming back. It's difficult. It's demonstrating the patience with people. How you are in your marriage. How you are with your kids. How you are with your parents. How you are with complete strangers. How you are with those people on the phone that call you to try to tell you something, sell you something. Every opportunity is an opportunity to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to demonstrate his love. And it doesn't have to be through voice, it can be through your actions, opening a door, helping somebody pump their gas, helping somebody with technology that just isn't that good with technology. I think it's time now to move down this desert road and focus on others instead of focusing on herself. May the Lord Jesus Christ be with you from today through the rest of the week and the weeks to come. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, Almighty God, Lord, I thank you for revelations. I thank you that you've showed us 
what's going to happen in the end. We know the end of the story. No matter what happens, we already know the end. That we can live our lives glorifying you, knowing that in the end, where we'll be with you. Help this message be on our hearts, minds, soul, and strength in the next couple weeks and for the rest of our life. That we may be Christians or little Christ. Guide us, protect us, heal us completely, and use us to glorify your kingdom, to bring about your will on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you and your family this week. God bless you.